Welcome to The Magic Spark. I'm your host and personal wellness witch, Tandy Gutierrez. This podcast is for the open-hearted magic makers seeking to cultivate consistent self-evolution, or as I like to call it, self-revolution. It aims to be a home base for continually stumbling upon things that ignite the healing spark in you, be that practical or magical. Now, let's see what that spark is for you in today's episode. Hello, my magic makers. You're listening to episode 37. And this podcast is brought to you by unicornwellnessstudio.com, your one-stop shop for your spiritually minded wellness, totally and completely online since 2013. Because if you're not tending to your vessel, you are not tending to your magic. You are the magic. Learn to cast a spell with your life. All right, my loves, cancer season runs June 21st to July 22nd, 2023. And this episode offers our tarot forecast for these dates. Now, this is also our tarot forecast for all of the summer season. So this reading will act as a macro cycle as well as a micro cycle. Right. So for June, July, and August, until we get to the autumnal equinox, this is your leading force of energetics. But it's also just for this period of time for cancer season. This episode may have more weight or significance if you are a cancer native and have your sun, your rising, or your moon in this sign in your astrological natal chart. And if you hear a little sound in the back, that's Darwin, our newly adopted kitty. And he's got a little cough cause he's got a little feline leukemia. That little cough comes out sometimes. So if you're hearing it in the background, it'll boo-boos, it'll pay us. Um, so apparently he wants to contribute to this episode. Um, this episode, right, again, may have more significance if you're Cancer, um, Sun Rising, or Moon. Okay? So a big, giant thank you and welcome back to my tried and true listeners. And if this is your first time here, welcome. I'm so happy to have you. Friendly reminder for those listening not in the Northern Hemisphere, the seasons, winter, spring, summer, fall, may be different, but the energies of the tarot, astrology, zodiac, and channel guidance are the same. Take what resonates, leave the rest. There are major magic sparks here for everyone listening. Now, let's get to our Cancer vibes, right? Cancer in the tarot, in the major arcana, is the chariot. And I did a little extra deepy dive into the chariot in episode 36, right before this. So just know that if you want to go a little, little deeper there, you can, right? Um, the chariot card offers us 
the the push the initiative the uh so sad you know it's like it puts us in the driver's seat in our lifetime and so it really puts the onus back on us right it will always say the call is always coming from inside the house whatever work whatever transition needs to be done first has to be done inside of us so this looks like healing most of the time and yet, you know, cancer, the, the little crab scuttles between the ocean and the sand, between the messaging, the intuitive, the feelings, the healing, and between the actual functional doing and implementation. So sometimes this cherry card offers us the, you've done the healing, you know what to do. Now it's time to do it. Okay. So in some ways, that's all you need to know. <laughs> And if you want to know more about the chariot card, um, make sure to listen to episode 36 because I definitely dive deeper there in it. Okay. So cancer offers us the ultimate nurturing from the cosmic mother energy at its very best. It's a tough love energy here to call you out, call us out for our ultimate growth. And at its worst, it's mad, sad, or in our house, as we say. Smad and passive aggressive about what they're doing for everyone else and how no one shows up for them. So it can look like resentment and bad boundaries and martyrdom and overcaring in imbalance. Um, cancer energy has us honoring our feels, offering gentleness around everything, including ourselves. But real care in order to generate better humans. And that starts with ourselves. So cancel is a car. I can't say these things all together. I'm not editing it out. Y'all it's just me. Cancer is a cardinal water energy in the suits of the tarot. Um, water is represented by cups in the tarot. <laughs> and this is all about emotions, love, um, spirituality, our connection to spirituality, to healing, to the unseen, um, cleansing, and all of the psychic gifts of channeling, intuition, dream work, astral travel, and deep feelings. It is both wonderfully loving, nourishing, and bolstering. Back can also be wounded, codependent, overdoing for others, people-pleasing, and passive as fuck. This energy... Could feel like to all the sappy feels or sad wounds coming up to ruin a perfectly good day. Or it could be a sweetness in connection and parallel play and a showing of all the harmonizing, balancing, and healing we've been doing. It can show itself as peace and stability like a gently rocking boat that's docked on a gorgeous Grecian pier. Right. So we have these spectrums and spans of energies that all of the zodiacal seasons and signs lend us and offer us. And the way it fleshes out individually really is very unique, right? How it's hitting our personal chart. And we have the collective energies at play that we're all dealing with, which is what we really work with here on the Magic Spark and in Unicorn Wellness and in my magical mentoring. And we get to go deeper into what this season really wants us to be paying attention to, to working with, with our summer solstice tarot reading. 
So here we go. Let's move into it, shall we? This reading is not only just good June 21st to July 22nd, but all the way through August until we hit the autumnal equinox. Okay. So for the seasonal forecast, I pull five cards. So it's a little longer, settle in, get some water, get some tea, get some coffee, depending on the time of day. <laughs> um, you need to break it up. I get it. But if you can cozy up, let's see what the universe has to offer us in this summer season here in the Northern Hemisphere, winter in the Southern Hemisphere, or June to August, mid-August. I think it's August 23rd. I didn't write it down because my little neurofestive brain, ooh, speaking of mother energy, Um, I am using the wild unknown tarot. Okay. I am pulling five cards for this summer solstice. One for the theme of the season. One for what to release. One for what to learn. One for the next big steps. And the last card is for the next steps for the highest and greatest good in the season. So let's see what the universe has to offer us. In terms of this seasonal shift. Okay, let's get to it. Wild unknown. Theme we're going to be working with in this season wouldn't you know it nine of wands now i can already hear like i can count i can name five of you who just like groaned into this um i'll add myself to the pile that's number six um so nine of wands in the wild unknown tarot it's gorgeous okay i, I actually really like it in in this deck um it's a stairway it's a stairway to heaven that is laid by you know these it looks like fallen trees like they're kind of sturdy more like tree trunks right but this is wands um this is fire this is magic this is bravery courageousness enthusiasm and alchemy here and in you know the number nine this is about karmic closures and cycles ending and in this deck you're walking up the stairway over these fallen branches like up up the stairs and there's a crescent moon at the top and the coloring on it is lavender and black so right away we've got you know <laughs> feels like dark goddess phases and man have you know lilith and hecate come back and loudly with a vengeance already i don't usually channel them hear them feel their presence this loudly until the fall the autumnal equinox but they're like move over aphrodite and mary magdalene like let us stand here with you so the theme for this summer season is the nine of wands and at its basic at its core the nine of wands says yeah you're not done with the hard stuff yet and you're like why motherfucker and yeah, I'm going to use that term in that word because it's Cancerian season. We have great mother energy. Um, and it's kind of like, oh, but I just have done so much healing. I've just done so much work. And the universe says, yes, we see you. We see you taking the big swings. We see you doing the hard stuff. 
and you have leveled up, okay? And you leveled up, you just went up a staircase and now you're standing on that landing and you're like, yes, I got to the landing. And then you look up and you're like, shit, there's another flight of stairs. That was not the deal. I was, I did not know this. And the universe goes, well, it doesn't matter. You got another flight of stairs to go. So I do find that in this deck, the universe is a little cheeky and salty with this information. In other decks, it does feel like, oh, really heavy. And this one, it's like, it's not that heavy. You just have another leveling up to do before the hard shit is really done and complete and put away. Okay. And it's the nine. So karmic closures and cycles ending. By the end of the summer season, we will have genuinely full stop wholeheartedly completed some hard stuff that we will not have to revisit again. Okay. So part of the nine of wands says, don't quit. Don't, don't, don't quit. Like, I know you're tired. When this card comes up, it says, we know, we know you've been climbing stairs for a while. We know it. And you feel like you're in some weird, um, you know, Salvador Dali or Escher, you know, piece of artwork because you're like, I, I keep thinking I'm at the last set of stairs. Like I really do. Like I've been climbing for a long time. Like we can't have infinite staircases, can we? And the universe goes, no, 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 no. We're, you're not in infinite staircases and you're not done yet. And we're just like, like our human brain is like, we should have finished by now. So it's going to brew like this summer could really brew and be clear this is also for cancerian season like we should be done with this by now expectations and anytime our human brain starts the we shoulds you know you're like oh no because there's no guarantees and there are no timelines and there just aren't we don't live in a movie it hasn't been edited it's not a novel that only has you know x amount of chapters like it's ever evolving and things shift and energetics change. And like, we're just not done yet. That's all. And that's okay. Because the beauty of this card says, you know, rest, don't stop. You don't have to be in a hurry. You just have to step one. You just have to take one step at a time. That's all. And when we see the nine of wands, particularly in this deck, it says, by the time you get to the top, you are really done with some hard stuff. And you will feel or perceive that you have finally gotten to the top, to the end goal. Okay. That crescent moon is always about intuition. It's always about magic. It's cupped to where it's holding, you know, things and it's full and it's really lovely. It's that, that really dream situation that could really signal by the end of the summer, you have worked your way into your dream situation. Now, does that is like all promises? it just means that you've you've done the the last leg of the really hard stuff they're showing me visually it's not in the reading but they are showing me the wheel of fortune so when that card comes up things are turning for the better so that's what they want us to take out of this is that the theme for the summer specifically cancer season is you're like fuck I really thought I was like finished with this thing this 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 stuff and the universe goes you're not done yet but don't be in a hurry. It's okay. You're going to make it go as slow as you want to. And by the end of cancer season, but for sure by the end of the summer, you really will be energetically, physically, mentally, 
emotionally or mentally in a different place. You will have leveled up again in a way that is significant to the fact that you may not have to repeat any of these lessons again. Okay, beautiful. Okay, what to release in this season at this solstice? So letting go, okay, or what to put out there, right? Oh, that's the signal I'm getting this time, okay? Is that what we need to put out there, what to release into the world, right, in this the period of time? This is the Two of Cups, okay? So last year was the Lover's card for our card of the year. The Two of Cups is the day-to-day -day version of the Lover's card, and the two says, be patient, go slow. It's got a little nod to the nine of wands here in this deck because it says, just take one step at a time. Okay. Like, you know, we talk about balance a lot and there's really no such thing as balance. What we're actually striving for is like the midway point is neutrality. Harmony is probably a better word to use um, because I think in our culture saying that you can have a work-life balance. It It's just not true. Sometimes it's going to be 90-10. Sometimes it could be 50-50 and you're like, yes. And it's going to go 60-40. And, and this is what relationships call for too, right? So the two of cups says, go slow. Take one step at a time, okay? That the cups are all about emotions and love and unconditional love. And this speaks to partnerships, right? This speaks to friendships, this speaks to business relationships, partnerships, friendships, as well as amorous, okay? But ultimately, every relationship and partnership we have is a reflection of ourselves. They're mirrors, right? And so whatever we love, potentially whatever we really resist in others, it's offering us a reflection, perhaps a trigger, to dig deep and get curious and go, what is it about that that bothers me so much? What can I learn from this? And then it offers you that opportunity too of like, well, it's wonderful. I love this about that person. What can I learn from that? You know? So this two of cups right now of what to put out into the world, what to release, mm, it's a group, you know, it's a collective reading. It's going to mean different things to different people, but what's most loudly coming through? Okay, here's what I hear, and it still feels clunky. It almost feels like, like that radio dial that I'm like, it's not clear. It's not clear. But here's what's coming through. Is that this two of cups, what we're supposed to be putting out into the world, and what, you know, we're it, it's offering us new relationships. That's for sure. That's very, 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 very loud. Um, that, or really new ways of navigating our same relationships. Right. So th there's a big story here in this card to, you know, what we need to put out there. Right. Because what we put out, we receive back. Right. Again, if we have wonderful, loving partners and interesting friendships and supportive friends, it's probably because we've attracted that. Right. Manifestation is really about frequency attraction, like attracts like most of the time. And so when there's really beautiful people, that's an opportunity for you to go. I count as a really beautiful person too, because I think sometimes we forget to count ourselves in, right? That 
it's asking us one to to look at the reflections of partnerships in our lives. It's lending us an uh 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 it's showing me changing cards. Like um <laughs> I don't know why it's showing me this. Like when you're at a, a a blackjack table and you you were like, "Oh my god, I have to like trade in all of these cards because they're all trash." And so you're like, "Just take these." And you put them face down and they give you, you know, three more cards you have no idea what they are. And they could be like great, but they could be like also trash. But it's it's like a trade up. And so because we've got this nine of wands before it, we are leveling up. So it looks like a trading of, of partnerships, relationships, and friendships, but they are leveling up. So whatever is releasing and going, let it go. Don't try to save it. Um, and take your lesson from whatever reason there's a separation or, or a changing of partnerships of any kind. And it's leaving us like, um, one, if people are leaving, put it out into the universe that yes, whatever leaves me is not for me. Whatever is coming in is a threefold upgrade. So I like to use that <laughs> with money as well. Like anything that is released and leaving, I know that it's going to be returned in, in threefold. So like that, you know, that you release in order to receive. Okay. So there's this kind of shakeout. There's also a big messaging in this two of cups of what to put out there. Okay. Cause it's asking us to release it out into the world. So energy that we put out is returned in kind eventually. Okay. And it says to put out into the world that you're willing to navigate the same relationships, loving relationships that you have in new ways. Now that may sound really trite, really basic and very like, okay, but it's saying leave the window open for the partner, the friendship to evolve and to change as well. Because sometimes we as a person, as a human can sandbag a relationship and be telling the same story. This person always does this. This person always reacts this way. This Now there could be a lot of truth to that when you have history with someone. The therapy conversation is to not use the language of always and never, right? Because that automatically makes us incorrect. But you can have patterns that people most frequently show up in this way. They most frequently react and respond this way. But this card right now for cancer season and for, you know, this 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 season, the next three, four months, um, is to let people evolve and change. Let them surprise you. Let things be different. It's very loud, right? Because we can, as much as we are in spaces of, of approaching and working with our healing, even because we're human, we can stall or thwart or block other people's evolving because we keep telling the same stories about them too. We don't let their stories change. So this two of cups, right? It says, go slow, take one step at a time because it keeps showing me, you know, in this deck, it's two cups, like wine goblets, like holy grails with two roses. So it's got this dating aspect, right? And so, you know, when you're on a date, I mean, I haven't dated in a long time, y'all, but the energy of like, I wonder what they're <laughs> going to surprise me with. Like, what will I find out? Like, it is exciting to date. I mean, you know, sometimes, um, because it is a universal surprise. Like, what will I learn? What will be brought onto my path? Like what, what will their makeup be? You know what I mean? Like, how do they think? How do they feel? How do they function? How do they show up? And so there's this energy of like, you know, 
letting people surprise you, even in, I'm getting this, like, particularly the ones that you think you know better than they know themselves. Now, I do believe we do know some people like that, right? And yet, everyone's their unique individual self and is capable of transforming. People are capable of change. Otherwise, what would we be doing here listening to this podcast? Because we want to heal. We are seeking. Healing means change, right? We're It's not the same as it was before, okay? So we have to allow other people the space to do that. So it's a call out on some of like on us as humans to be like, just make sure you're not shutting people down and you're not disallowing them from being different, okay? Number one and two, Put that frequency out there that they're exactly, you know, <laughs> what you wish they would evolve into and let it come back. But but be dating things, be looking at things in fresh ways and allow yourself to be surprised and unexpected in, in great ways, in partnership, in relationships, in new friendships, in new ways of navigating the same relationship or partnership. What I hear is sweetness begets sweetness. I, that is not language I would use. So that's a channeled sum, right? And so, you know, and then you have the, you get more flies with honey than you do with vinegar. I don't know that we need to go there, but there's definitely the, if you can get yourself into a constructive, positive frequency, this is not about spiritual bypassing or whitewashing or just doing gratitude. This is Getting yourself into a higher, empowered, constructive confidence frequency for yourself, right? By tending to the vessel, by practicing self-care, by investing in healing practices. If you're part of magical mentoring, this is what we're doing, right? And then if you allow yourself to evolve, then you're going to put out a different frequency and a different vibe because you feel more comfortable in your skin. You're more authentic. You're less likely to be manipulated. So you're not worried about people bringing their truth to you because you're like, I, I can handle it. I know where I stand with things, right? And that frequency that you put out then allows other people to do the same, but I'm reading it. It's coming through as very constructive. Like there will be beautiful surprises in friendships, relationships, and partnerships. I love this. Let's move on. What to learn in this season. Uh, daughter of swords. Okay. So intellect, acumen, thought process, words, <laughs> and our subconscious programming. So this speaks to that. Like we're being asked to learn how our subconscious programming, our inherent biases, um, may put up walls that don't allow other people to show up as their best or their greatest. This isn't about shame or blame or it's our fault that other people aren't acting right. That's not true. But it also says, you know, you've been maybe wielding the same words over and over and this has created a boundary, but not a constructive, healthy boundary. This is, it's like showing me, um, it's showing like an iron, um, like old school medieval, like door, like, like it's so over the top protective, right? That the good stuff's not getting in. So we're being asked to learn to really be aware of our inherent biases. Now that's a tricky thing to do, okay? So what's rolling through right now to be offered is that with my magical mentees, a lot of them in this last cycle of readings have been offered a reading list um, that 
that's, you know, a feminist reading list, really. Different reading lists roll through all the time, but it's usually in the spectrum of, you know, goddess, you know, history and through, um, you know, what is the data we're really dealing with? What is, where does misogyny come from? What is the patriarchy? Why do we need to dismantle the internalized patriarchy? And why are women so angry right now? And why are those rates getting higher and higher? Right. So sometimes we need to understand that there are scholars, there are researchers, there are writers, and there are people who are gathering data and information about this. And then we need an education and we need an up level. So there is this aspect of learning, just straight up learning. Like this card, the daughter of swords is all is, is what to learn in this period of time. And it says you need to be reading and you need to be learning that the reason we're we're blocked in certain places or we put up these <laughs> iron curtains um or that we are so protective is because of a collective right ancestral familial wounding but cultural wounding that is stashed in our subconscious programming and it creates and generates inherent bias and the loudest thing that rolls through is it in, it creates inherent bias in ourselves of ourselves why am I saying it like that? Because the majority of, of, of community here are those who identify as female in this lifetime. So all my, uh, all my ladies, women, it's not specific to us. This happens to men also, but it's just pushing through. This is the daughter of swords. And it's like, you have inherent bias against yourself. So in magical mentoring, we communicated as, you know, how to dismantle the internalized patriarchy, how to dismantle, you know, um, internalized misogyny, how to heal the wound of misogyny. And a lot of people are like, I don't have that wound. I don't have to deal with that. I have white privilege. I'm female. I live in the US. And it's like, oh, oh, we've got to do some work here on educating how things are not our fault. We're not failing. We're not imperfect. We haven't worked hard enough. We're unworthy. The system is banked against us also, okay? Because it's a patriarchy, <laughs> because it's misogynist, because just as much as it's racist, it is misogynist. And so when there is this inherent hatred of women, right? And we talk about the call coming from inside the building, this is internalized misogyny because the culture is not set up to love and uplift and to celebrate and to encourage and to support women. It's just not, okay? So this card, the Daughter of Swords, says, one, you just need to learn more of that in this cycle. And one of the best ways to do that is reading or, right? I mean, it's all the same. It's all words and input, like audiobooks, uh, podcasts, um, TED Talks. <laughs> um, but there are some, you know, titles, maybe I'll link them in the show notes below. Um, Rage Becomes Her is the one that's loud in my brain right now because it's the one I'm reading and it's the one that's being offered to a lot of mentees to dive deeper into. So this is moving into the collective, not just in my magical mentoring clients, right? This is pushing out that we all need to learn and educate ourselves a little bit more about why things feel so hard right now, right? Again, we have this nine of um, wands that we started with as the theme. If you're like, oh my God, there is another set of stairs to climb. And the universe says, yes, there is. Now we need to learn and understand who built those stairs why is this taking so long and what is you know like we're gonna get you up the stairs but we also need you to understand the conditions in, in which they came to be okay like when we think we should be in places too soon and you're like well i'm just not 
And then we start to diminish and be derogatory to ourselves. And it's like, whoa, 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 it's actually not our fault. Now I am all about, you know, like constructive personal, like acceptance of like taking self-responsibility for things. But what I've learned in holding spaces for over 20 years is that my, my community that's drawn to work with me, we're often so hard on ourselves that we're actually not being honest about what we can fix, adjust, or heal versus what we can't in the immediate. Meaning we're taking on too much responsibility and thinking it's our fault when we need to be looking outside of ourselves, which sounds strange and interesting in personal revolution work, right? And go, actually, the culture is not designed to be helpful. This is not my fault. Now I'm still going to help heal it. I'm still going to help nav have to navigate it. But now I'm armed with material and history and data points and viewpoints and intelligent thinkers who've been looking at these things for much longer than I have. So what to learn in this cycle is, is, is <laughs> really learning more about, um, well, I mean, we could say the patriarchy, we could say feminism, intersectional feminism, specifically about um, misogyny, like anything that uplevels us in regards to those who identify as female in this lifetime, because this is the daughter of swords. So yes, it's the page of swords. This is the student that says, I don't understand how to do this thing at the next level. Dear universe, please teach me. And in this deck, it's a beautiful wise owl sitting on a sword and it is phrased as the daughter of swords. So this is very much like we are all, mm, what I hear really loudly is like, we're daughters of Lilith and we are daughters of Hecate. And that's what we're aiming to invoke and to bring into the 3D, but we're also daughters of the patriarchy right and so because we are daughters of the patriarchy we ex not only experience misogyny but sometimes it's stashed in us and we don't even know it and so we're tripping over our own stuff internally and it really wants us to learn it's not all your fault like bless us and wanting to take self-responsibility for literally everything but one it's not helping and it's not true and it's actually stalling us from making progress because we don't understand the systemic issues in place that got us here as a culture okay and so i'm going to move into some language that could be triggering that could be um just uncomfortable but i think particularly for for women who who you know are identified as but or identify or are white there is a concept that's like oh but i'm white so i i am free and i am equal and i do get to vote and i do get the and it's like oh sister mm -hmm. uh, then you don't quite understand how oppressed we really are right we can move through data points that say we're not paid equally <laughs> for years we can move through the data points of how you know roe versus wade was you know, overturn. But somehow the white women in the room very often, and I'm included in that, right? Like I am mixed indigenous, but I am identified as a white woman. And for m most of, I guess we're at a 50-50 point of like how I am identified. But so I'm not throwing shade or shame. I'm just saying like, this is true. Like we know the data points and we're cerebral and we go, oh, I understand. But we still put ourselves in the privileged class because we're white we are not the privileged class we have privilege we have access but if you still try to go advocate for your care in a, a western medical system you're still 
going to be dismissed and patronized and dumbed down and be told that it's not really as painful. It's not really a thing. You're fine. You're just stressed out still. Right. And so I am bringing this up because the goal is to learn how we're more alike than we think we are. Right. Because I think our culture gets caught up into like marginalized communities. And yes, I'm I'm not saying that in a way to, to minimize or diminish it, but the messaging is coming through that we need to understand that we're part of that. <laughs> we are marginalized as well. Now, it is not exactly the same. It's not the same experience. It is not the same experience. And yet, I hope my language is reaching and making sense. We are not as equal, empowered, or as privileged as we think we are. Okay. So this daughter of swords card is pushing us to learn <laughs> how we're not. And you might feel like, okay, that sounds terrible. Um, well, it's not going to be pleasant, but learning is, is important, right? And, and getting comfortable in the uncomfortable allows us to grow and to heal and to make progress. But if we're walking around thinking, oh, we're fine. It's like, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, we got more work to do here. So it's also not that heavy. It just says, do, do some reading, do some learning, do some listening, and just let that be a part of this process. Because again, it says this cycle is still going to be some work and some effort. You've still got another flight to go. It says, be patient, be calm. But the energetics you put out are going to magnetize things towards you in a good way. And you need to understand how in some ways the progress that you thought you were going to make, the things you thought you were going to do in a certain amount of time is not accurate. One, because of this is what's channeling through the patriarchy, misogyny, um, and inherent bias in yourself to yourself. Okay. And it's also signaling like certain things haven't happened at a certain rate or pace because the timing wasn't right yet. It, it's also pushing that like we have more healing to do in order to hold bigger rewards, abundance, manifestations, and that we really, in order for us to succeed, which this sounds backwards also, we need to understand how the systems are rigged against us. And that's very loud that we just haven't understood how it actually is a little more challenging for those who identify as female. That's the narrative right now that we're having, okay? Or that's moving through, right? As a culture, we understand, you know, how people of color, we're understanding now, I think, as a, a collective. Goddess, I hope we are, right? But the shift and the change actually can't fully happen until we understand, particularly as white women, how marginalized we've been. Because if we get our shit in order and we go vote and we go support what needs to be supported, we can change it for everybody for the better. But it's equality for all or it's equality for none, right? And if we keep putting ourselves on the outside and othering ourselves in a privileged way and think that it takes away our privilege, I'm like, you didn't have it in the first place. You have some, but it's, okay. I don't want to get this too messy. I hope that message is moving through. It's about learning. I'll put some books in the show notes below to help, okay? Okay, what are the big steps in cancer season and in this summer solstice? It's the two of wands. So we start with a feisty wands where you're like, oh, and then here we have the big step is the two of wands and it's another two. 
patience, one step at a time. It's going to be slower than you want it to be, but slow and low, that is still the tempo. And slow doesn't matter. You're still going to get there. And often a slow tempo and a slow pace create much stronger foundations. You avoid messes and disasters because you're not moving so fast. So the big step in this cycle to learn is to slow down on your focus, your long-term big focuses and intentions. Now, this is really interesting too, because if you listen to episode 36, then you're going to know it said, don't cast spells. Don't be aiming at things this summer. And you're like, ah, what? It's like a pause on manifesting because in the fall, we're going to be called to aim at bigger things. Okay. And we're going to need more juice for that. You're going to have to listen to episode 36 to make real sense of this. But the big step is the two of wands to stay focused on what you want long term. So this is forcing and pushing us. I haven't always been good at this at looking at long term. Like it can't just be next week and it can't be just a month away. We need to be looking at the big fat hairy goal, our life by design. Like what do you want things to look like in five and in 10 and in 15 and in 20 years? So the big step is what I'm hearing on a very practical level is you're going to need to journal and jot that out. I know that's overwhelming to a lot of people for years. It was like, I don't know. I don't know for me. And Sometimes it's just timing, which is a lot of what I'm hearing in this reading is it's just time. It's just time to put some aim on things. Okay. And that you've got to learn how to aim at the big stuff long-term and go really slow and just go one step at a time that you will end up getting there faster because you're taking things slowly and thoughtfully instead of just running in circles, throwing spaghetti, shit just breaks, was going too fast fuck it, I forgot this thing. So it didn't work. And it's like, no, no, just stop. The world that we live in will have you thinking you have to do things so crazy fast. It has us believing in overnight successes. That's not really a thing. That is the anomaly and bless those who have experienced it, but that's not typical. What's typical is that you practice, you try shit, some of it works, some of it doesn't. You either continue trying, you reinvent, you get creative, or you quit. And so the first card we got is this nine of wands says, don't quit, don't quit. You can go as slow as you want. You do have to get creative. You may need to go really slow, but keep going, okay? So the big step in this one is to stay focused long-term and go real slow with things. So in this deck, it's two wands making a little, it's not even, it's a triangle, right? They're making an arrow towards the top. They're leaning in towards each other, narrow at the top, wide at the bottom. And the background is this beautiful rainbow in gradation. It's a spirit is here. It is, it is behind you. The universe has your back, but just be patient. Put one foot in front of the other, keep showing up, make the plan and just keep checking things off. And if you don't have the to-do list of what to check off, then you will need to make the big long-term plan, right? What do I really want? What do I have to do in order to get there? And if you go, that's really what I want, but I have no idea how to get there. That's when you need to recruit help. Get a coach, get a mentor, read some books, watch some great TV shows. <laughs> the one that's rolling through that I've been watching is The Rich Life. Have y'all watched that? Um, now, there's some problematic pieces in it. But there's also great things like, you know, you can find good nuggets in most things. I won't say everything, but 
it's, you know, he's a financial coach and mentor. I get, I believe he's got a book. I don't even know. Um, but he goes in to coach people and, and takes pieces out of their life and just shows up to help move them through. And then it goes, well, it's because we looked at it. We looked at the dark, scary stuff that you wanted to avoid. But now that we've looked at it, we know what we're dealing with. And here's the next step to take. And so it may take a little while, but by avoiding it, it was going to take you longer and be a hot mess. And by looking at it, now we know that things can be accomplished in two and three years if they go really well. And in five you know, or in five, if they didn't go great, but we're still on track and on purpose. So this is like about strategy. This is about long-term. You got to understand what the long-term goal is. That's your big step and that it's going to be slow, but that's good. Okay, what is the next? Oh, oh, okay. I wasn't even paying attention to what the cards were. Uh, what's the next step for your highest and greatest good in this cycle? Well, here you go. Seven of cups. What is the seven of cups card? The seven of cups card is your life by design card. I mean, this is, I mean, how appropriate is this reading? Hysterical. Okay. So I'm going to repeat a lot of what I just said, and then you're going to get extra and more, right? So the seven of cups card says you get seven cups in this lifetime. What do you want these cups filled with? And my clients know that we call this, what is your life by design? So this says the next thing you all need to do is to jot out your life by design. It's not a simple task. I mean, for some it can be, but I know more people that have a hang up with it than not. So your life by design says if you had unlimited resources and zero restrictions, what does your life look like? But you need to imagine into it. This is, this is a test of imagination. This is a workshop, a, uh, exercise of using your imagination because your human brain will shut it down so fucking fast and you'll get nowhere. It'll be like, well, that's too grand. Well, that's too silly. Well, we don't have the money for that. I don't know how to do that. I don't have the resources for that. That is not what we're doing here. Your life by design is an exercise in imagination. If you had unlimited resources and zero restrictions, what does your life look like? What is your dream scenario? What is the Hollywood movie production? What is the Bollywood blowout? What is it? Who are you with? What are you wearing? What does it smell like? What do you eat? How do you spend your days? Where do you spend your money? Where do you invest your money? Where do you donate your money? What are you doing? What are you making? Who are you helping? Literally. Do not let your human brain kick in. Well, my pets and my dogs and my animals and my partner and my business partner and my children. Nope. In this imaginary exercise for this one hot second, they don't exist. Not because we don't love them or not because they won't be included. Because they will block your capacity to imagine your biggest, grandest life. Now, like I said in episode 36 before this, your big grand life doesn't need to be knocked down drag out either. If you're like, I don't want a Bollywood film. Cool. Do you want to be the witch in the woods? Beautiful little cottage and a cute little garden in the back and nobody ever comes to visit because it's peaceful and soothing. Then that's it. Right? So it will look so different for everyone. But if you can allow yourself to dream into improbability, right? This is the whole idea of aiming for the moon and you miss, you land on a star. When you know what the imaginary realm is, then the human thing is, well, how do I get as close to that as possible? 
Okay. And then you work backwards. If I were to live here, I would eventually need to move. I would have, have X amount of dollars to do that. I would need this kind of job. I would need this kind of certification or this course, or I would need to make this contact. You work backwards and that creates a to-do list for you. Now that to-do list can then create a timeline for you. Right. And it's not always so simple and it's not always so easy. I understand that. I know that, but it also can be, why not? It's an exercise in imagination. You're not tied to anything. You don't have to commit to anything. You just have to play pretend for a little bit. And by pretend, playing pretend for a little bit, you can end up in magical places and spaces of, of, of manifestation eventually. So again, the cups about emotions and love, right? This is really resonating and, and recommitting and confirming what we said in, in episode 36. You, you can manifest out of any intense energetics, like rage and anger work. I've done it. Don't be scared of it, right? When you're fucking pissed at the way things are going, then you go, never again. This is never happening again. And you use that to alchemize, right? But where we're being guided and where we're being pulled in this summer and in this cancer season is now we want to get into pleasure. Now we want to get into play. Now we want to get into love. What would you love to have happen? How do we match that pitch and frequency? And where are we imagining into, right? What do you want your cups filled with? You only get so many cups in a lifetime. What do you want them filled with? Your choice. And we go into the numerology of seven. We think lucky number seven. Oh, they're so lucky to have this life by design. Ah. And then the people who've done their life by design go, that was not luck. I had a plan. A lot of shit failed. It was chaotic behind the scenes. Sometimes it was chaotic in front of the scenes. But we did it. We made a choice. We did it. You know, or sometimes it's that overnight success. And the person's like, actually, it took me 10 years of trial and error of just not giving up to get to this place right? So what is luck? It's when preparation meets timing and we cannot be responsible for divine timing. We just can't, we can't know, but what we can do is prepare, prepare, prepare. So there is this whisper, right? That we are coming up on some timing. Okay. Maybe for some of us through the summer, but as a collective, it's saying at the end of summer, there's going to be some timing pop through. And you're like, cool. Okay. We've got this whisper of it. Now I need to prepare. I need to make a plan. I need to make a to-do list. I need to see what that timeline looks like. I need to educate myself on what could be some of the cultural mishaps and the call coming from inside the building. How do I dismantle that? How do I work through that? And I need to really hone in on relationships patiently and kindly, put the frequency out there that new ones are coming in and that ones that I've had are going to work a little differently in my favor if we allow them to. And that this whole cycle and season may feel really fucking hard. You really want to be done. You really want to quit. And the universe is like, please don't quit yet. You can stand on that landing for quite a while. You can gather your breath. You can hydrate. You can scroll on your phone for a little bit, but then you're going to take one step at a time and you're going to make it to this next glow up, this next healing, this next level up. You're going to do it. We're here with you. All right, my loves. And with that, this reading is complete. These things are something better for the highest and greatest good of all involved, the harm of none, so mote it be, and so it is now. We as a collective will it so. So I'll post a photo of this full card layout 
the week that this publishes in my Instagram stories. Okay. And then I make a reel for our summer energy forecast in general, cancer season. It'll say cancer season. There'll be a photograph in that reel as well of this card layout. So head to Instagram, Tandy underscore Gutierrez. You can check my feed. That reel will be in there. Um, and as always, I hope this resonates. Take what works for you. Leave the rest. Thank you for letting me into your collective energies in order to facilitate this reading. I do love you. And I'm so grateful for your time and your interest. Thank you for leaning in to the magic spark. Thank you for listening. It really matters. I'm really grateful. I am so like, I'm so grateful to feel safe to put these things out into the world and that it resonates as helpful and supportive, nourishing and bolstering for you. See what I did there? Now it's time, if you haven't already, to hit the subscribe button so you never miss this magic. If this episode has you thinking of someone else who needs this spark, share it. And if it resonates with you to rate and review the podcast, I would be ever so grateful. The more ratings and reviews the show has, the easier it is for other seeking souls to find their healing home base. It's a super simple way for you to support someone else's healing. If you have topics you'd like to hear me cover or guests you'd like to hear on the show, or hey, you just want to say hi, DM me on Instagram at Tandy underscore Gutierrez. And make sure to check out all of my offerings at unicornwellnessstudio.com. Links are below in the show notes. I love you so very much. And remember, healing is for you. And it all starts with just